Welcome back to the muster on a Wednesday afternoon as we head up to West Otago, catching up with James Eker. Good afternoon, James. How are you? Uh, very good, Andy. I quite like that music. I'm actually sitting into belly crutching this afternoon, so I've got no doubt it'll get played over the stereo at some point in the next four hours. Well, ACDC requested by Alan McClary, who's coming up next, but also David Stevens, who's an avid ACDC fan from back in the day when he was a Balfour Bogan. No, perfect. No, there's nothing like that in the sharing shed to get to get the rhythm going when you when you're sitting in time. Or after about three hours, when these sweats um, pour off and you're about sick of it. That's one thing I had in the wall shed was a stereo system that almost resembled a nightclub. Occasionally, especially of <laughs> my choice of music on occasion, some people call it questionable, but um, I was happy with it. So as long as you're in there, you're in the rhythm, feel the rhythm, feel the speed, whatever the cool running saying was, you just get in the zone, don't you? Oh, absolutely. Well, actually, it's, it's quite a nice job. As you say, if you can get the stereo going, uh, you've got the you know, right sheep, and you're, usually you're looking after your own ones that are about, you know, they're fat, so you sort of, um, the seasons work, I guess, and, and it's quite an enjoyable job. I, I get a guy to give me a hand, too, so there's two of us, because I have found sitting in by myself sometimes a wee bit, um, it's a bit harder to keep yourself motivated, but if you get a couple of guys in there and you tick away for the afternoon, there's really nothing better. How's everything been anyway, West Otago, Moa Flat? What's happening? Uh, well, we had the field day yesterday with beef and lamb, and that was a, a roaring success, really. So we had about 235 people arrived up to Walden Station's woolshed, and we proceeded with about 80 or 90 vehicles and a great big, great big car chain um, driving around the district. So, no, it was pretty awesome, actually, and... It was quite good, so we had the radios on, and Nelson and Pete were giving us um, sort of a history of the area between between stops, and a history of the mile flat water scheme, which is, I think it's the second biggest in Otago, they were saying. So, no, it was, um, we had a, yeah, it was a great day, and it's always pleasing catching up with a heap of guys you haven't seen for years, since COVID, you know, a lot of them, and have a good chin wag, and no, it was, yeah, really good. That's probably as good an attendance for a field day that I've heard of for a very long time, over a couple of hundred. Oh, absolutely, no. No, well, I think they they had 180 registered, and they're like, oh, well, there's always, you know, what a farmer's like. This is Southland, you turn it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So they knew they were onto a bit, so they'd making sure they had enough meat for the barbecue afterwards. Yeah, that's the big thing. A, yeah, a bit of sponsorship and with the beer after. And, no, it was just a great day to get off the farm and... Hopefully someone learnt something. I'd, I don't know, I was a bit nervous when you speak in front of a crowd about that big and you can hear yourself speaking in the um, in the microphone and the speaker coming back at you. So it was a bit of an experience, but oh, awesome to see everyone's hard work, you know, and then you actually get a result and get all those people coming. Like It makes it worthwhile, doesn't it? And the other thing as well, when you're doing field days like that, because, of course, it was about summer grazing of lambs and just fattening options, putting yourself out there, not everybody's comfortable doing that either. So putting your farm on display and being open for judgment, it's always an interesting one for a lot of people. Yeah, it is. It's sort of one of those, I know for the last even bit, you know, you make sure you double drive the road and make sure everything looks tidy. And, yeah, there's a bit of work goes in too because there's a lot of pride as a farmer uh, presenting your farm too, even though they're not going in too far, but you don't, yeah, like you sort of make sure you get your topping done on time and make sure there's no broken wires and you know what it's like, Andy, is, yeah, it's a lot of pride in presenting your farm at a field day, isn't there? Absolutely there is because 
It's your farm. It's, it's what you work on on a daily basis. And if you've got pride in it, then it rubs off. No, absolutely. So, no, we've, yeah, we've been busy enough doing that year. And yeah, we're just busy with a little bit of shearing and weighing up some lambs. We'll get plenty away in the next three or four weeks. So we're sort of ahead of the season, but you never run out of jobs for some reason. Health and safety message today. You got something you want to share, James? I I heard a wee rumour that uh, Wilson Devery finally managed to get a hold of you. So he's been threatening threatening for a long time, about three months. But uh, spraying at Swede ground this year, I managed to uh, tip my tractor on the side. But yeah, I'd, it was one of those things, I think, it's important for everyone to remember when you are really busy and you're tapped out and you start getting a bit tired that accidents happen very quickly and yeah so a bit of a backstory I'd already done half the paddock and I'd sort of done all the steep stuff but I was in a rush I was trying to, I can't remember I might have been shearing or I was doing some job I had a thousand things happening at once so I was just yeah pushing the boat out, rushing probably not, didn't stop for lunch or anything and then uh, I filled up another thousand litres in the spray tank and I was just following the foam line thinking about everything else in the world without concentrating on what I was doing and then we rolled into a wee steep corner and I knew I was in big trouble <laughs> so I almost got it pulled up but then it just it fell over on its side so no it was a bit of a wake up call it's uh, utterly terrifying is what we'll call it That's the thing when you're working on country like that you just can't afford to be blasé and I remember on the tractor at home whenever you worked on a face of the likes it was actually you were dialed in because you had to be. It was a case of you snooze, you lose. Oh, absolutely no. And it can happen on a four wheeler. Look, it can happen. It can happen in the um, cattle yards, can't it? Like you just get to the that stage in the season and you haven't had a break for a while, and you, you know, everything just happens so quickly. And it's a bit late when it's already happened because, yeah, you, you, after it happens afterwards, you think a bit of about three or four different things you could have done differently, and it would have never happened. And, but it's too late, but yeah, just goes to show you're always going to stop for one minute before you start the job, don't you? Like, and just uh, have a wee think and then rip into it. And you're usually more efficient too at the end of the day because you're not, you're not rushing around doing things inefficiently. You're actually working away from one end of the farm to the other end of the farm and getting your jobs done. And yeah, you end up picking up time too. So just to finish up, James, it's just a great reminder for people, all these safety meetings, safety briefings, they may seem, they may seem like run-of-the-mill, but by God, they've got a place on the farm. Yeah, absolutely, and that's the thing. Like, it just happened so quickly. Like, yeah, no, I certainly wasn't, yeah, my, my life flashed before my eyes, and I certainly was rather, really annoyed at myself because I thought at the end of the day, if I'm one day late getting the uh, Swede sprayed, uh, just as compared to, you know, majorly hurting myself or, uh, or something worse, you know, what, what's one day in the scheme of things? So, anyway, it's just a good wee, uh, yeah, good wee thing for everyone to remember and if anyone's got any staff out there or anything that's been, haven't had a good break over the holiday period because there's no expression of sheep farm. It's, it's really busy at this time of year and, yeah, just get them away. It's not, at the end of the day, if the lambs don't go for another five days, what's the, what's the issue? Great words today, James, and always appreciate your time on the muster. Uh, cheers, Andy, there. Yeah, and um, hope everyone in South is enjoying having grass for once. Shout out to Wilson Devery as well, James Edgar's neighbour. Great to catch up with you at Waimumi, mate. Ever listener of the show? This is a Wednesday afternoon, remembering Text Golden.
to 5009 if you're after that day pass for the Golden Shares being held. On the 2nd of March, Masterton flights and accommodation are not included, but there is a day pass up if you text in there. Before the end of the hour, we catch up with Lim Berry over in Sri Lanka, I think. But up next, from Shewell, New Zealand, Alan McCleary. Yeah.